Waiting for the big reveal here, boy, D. Oh, that looks nice. I like that. Yeah. What's going on here? Our first bit of merch for the show. Wowzers. So today's podcast is brought to you by the Daisy Podcast Wake Up With The Podcast Mug. So you can either tune in and watch us live, or if you're waking up in the morning and watching the video after I've finally gotten around to uploading it, you can have a nice hot mug of Joe Brew, whatever you want to put in there, whiskey, fucking coffee, tea, heroin, I don't care what the fuck you put in there. <laughs> everything, sales pitch. everything made will go to it. I'm going to make more of them. There'll be a smaller one. There'll be a magic mug where the logo slowly, sexily reveals itself. And all that other sort of good stuff in there, folks. So please jump on board. Um, it all goes a long way um, to helping support us on the show because I would love to start doing giveaways. Um, watch this space. We may actually have something to give away next week uh, when we have Sumrack. But enough of this. Let's talk about our man of the hour. Well, firstly, Brim, Ben, thank you once again for joining us on the show, mate. Pleasure as always. Wouldn't miss it for the world. And Keegan, you're back again for round two, mate. Yeah. That's Updating us to... on the Battle Royale mod, which has been getting a bit of attention this week. I saw um, uh, Don Sibley, um, who may still be in chat, um, was playing on your server and absolutely fucking loving it, mate, and picking it up yeah. and, and getting some other streamers on there. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun having him on he brought a lot of players we got a lot of testing done um and it really it helped kind of conclude that the mod is just about ready to go for launch uh, uh we have a few minor issues that occur every few rounds so it's obviously not um flawless but i mean it's as, it's as playable as it's going to be for the next few weeks yep and so we're, we're basically ready to start doing the beta launch um That'll be processing all those beta invites that we've had people doing now for the last few weeks. Now, if you've got a link, could you post it in chat? Um, but yeah. I know I retweeted it as well this week on Twitter um, so that people who are interested in getting in and being part of the beta testing process, uh, they know where to go to register. Yeah, so... There we go. So on the website, they can click the little sign up for beta button. And that'll direct them straight to Steam, where they just sign in with their Steam account. And as soon as they sign in with Steam, they're signed up. Yep. Um, another thing they can do is join our Discord and link that Discord account to their sign up. And that'll just make sure they get a Discord message whenever they're accepted. Did you see so. what 007 Jet just wrote in chat? I think he's looking at the little computer in the background there with their toy truck <laughs> yes, on it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the line hardware, uh, folks. Top of the line hardware. Yeah. <laughs> so how has yeah. it progressed, mate? How is it going? Uh, it's going really well. Um, so break we, it down for us. Been... What, what's the actual event going to involve? So the launch is going to involve processing beta invites. We're going to do starting off at 10 a day. So 10 new people will get access every day. Uh, it's not much, but we'll be running one match by, with admins every single day as well. Um, 
and then time that'll change based on when we can get the most players on. But after we've gotten through all of the beta invites, we'll then launch the game. And gameplay, if for those that haven't seen any videos or content created for it yet, is you load up to the main menu and you click the play button. You're going to enter matchmaking, which will find the most available server to you. Um, so what that means, at least at first, is it's going to put you in whatever server has the most players. So where um, are the servers located? Whereabouts in the world? Right now, we only have two servers in North America. As those servers get filled, we're going to expand out. We're going to start with Australia, and we'll get two servers Ooh. there. And then we're going to finish by adding two servers into the EU. <laughs> and that, if we need more than six servers after that, we'll just start adding them wherever the demand is. Yep. Um, and as a player, you'll be able to select which region you want to match make into. You can say, oh, okay, I don't care if I'm playing in North America, I just want to be with the most players. Or yep. you can say, no, I'd much rather have a decent ping and less players, so I'm going to queue in you know, Australia. You'll have those, those choices. Um, of course, that's down the line, but it's already ready to be implemented. All that's done. So once you're in a match, you'll sit there for a little bit. You'll wait till the server fills up with players. Once it's filled with all enough players, it'll start the match. You'll be teleported to a random position across Trenaris. And it'll count down. You'll start the match. Go find some loot. Um, the circle will appear. You'll be able to check it on your map, which you don't need the item for. And then you just play normal Battle Royale. You Do you need food, water? Uh, no, not at first. I, it's something I want to do, is make it so you'll need at least one piece of food and one drink. But um, getting that balance just right is not something that I really have time to be doing right now. Yep. So for now, you don't need any of that. All you need to find is a gun and ammo. Um, there's armor, plate carrier. Plate carrier is kind of broken, actually. Uh, you can you can get a whole mag of AK ammo put into you, and you won't drop dead. So the plate carrier may need nerfed a bit, but uh, at least at first, that's all the content that's going to be available. Uh, we're planning to do heli crashes, airdrops, you know, red zone. All that's going to be added over time through closed beta and these beta invites. So yeah, no, I'm pretty excited. We're just about ready to launch. The only real concern now is can we monetize our servers? And with this uh, strategy of being able to launch them and add them to matchmaking when the players demand more servers, when there's more players. Uh, that's something I have to work with Bohemia to ensure that we can do. Now, what happened there? Because when I reached out to you about coming on tonight to update us um, on the progress of the Battle Royale, um, you said you'd love to, but you want to um, talk about um, the monetization issue. And mm -hmm. Ben actually made a comment um, when he uh, saw you were coming on about how you know, he could monetize his server with skins and things like that, because as long as it, yeah. you know, the, the monetization rule is basically it can't be for things that affect gameplay. It can only be for yeah. purely cosmetic or things like, you know, whitelist access uh, or, you know, uh, priority access queues, things like that, um, yeah. which is understandable. But what was your model? Were you proposing 
pay-to-win style things where you get better gear or what no. what what were you what was your monetization aspect going to be? Okay, so there's there's two things that I have issue with. The main concern is when players more players join Battle Royale and we have all of our servers currently being played on and we have another 60 70 people waiting in matchmaking queue. I want to be able to start up a new server in a new region and immediately have players playing on those servers. The issue that I would run into in that scenario is Bohemia requires that every server go through the same monetization application. So I would have to fill out this application and wait for Bohemia to approve it for every new server that I launch. So those players, instead of getting a server, you know, after 15 minutes of waiting in queue, they're going to have to wait the whole hour for one of those matches to end before they can play. And that'll be that way until three days a week later when Bohemia approves my monetization. And by then, how many people have sat in a queue for an hour long waiting for a match and gotten bored and decided to leave day ZBR? That's my issue. I don't want players to be sitting in a queue for hours on end just to play 10 minutes of a match and die at, towards the beginning and then have to do it all over again, wait in the queue another hour. And Bohemia, when I emailed them, it seemed like they completely ignored that question on my email. They just reiterated exactly what it is that their policy is, that you have to submit the IP for every server. Uh, so from my perspective, I felt like they were saying, hey, we don't really care about your situation. You're going to have to follow our policy to a T, and we're not going to work with you on it at all. Um, so that's issue number one. Issue number two is with the what determines whether or not a skin is beneficial, right? Um, our initial cosmetic t-shirt gear, right, isn't, none of it's camouflage, none of it's green. So I know that all of that would be perfectly fine. My concern doesn't really lie with that because t-shirt itself is not going to be the best geared item in the, that you'll be able to find in BR. But my concern lies mostly with weapon skin, right? If I'm wearing all re an all-red jumpsuit at the start of the match, I find an M4 and I skin it slightly camouflaged, all of a sudden, is that against BI's monetization policy? The guy's still wearing all red, so does, does the gun skin itself really make a difference? And my concern is that for every skin that I want to add, I'm going to have to go to Bohemia and say, hey, are you going to penalize me? because I added this skin. Because if I add that skin, people go to the web store, they buy it because they like it, and then Bohemia comes and says, hey, no, you can't sell that skin. Do I just have to refund however many people bought it? This is another question that Bohemia is not, has not helped me answer. Um, they just kind of reiterate, again, reiterated exactly what it is that their policy states, that they can't be beneficial. and. The real, in a normal DAISY server scenario, right, if you find an M4, it's going to be kind of rare. So being able to skin in a camouflage color might make a bit of a difference. But in DAISY BR, it's not that rare to find high-quality loot. So the same policy of, hey, if something's camouflaged, isn't as beneficial in DAISY BR as it is in a hardcore DAISY server. And this is something that their monetization policy just doesn't have any 
kind of uh, fundamental groundwork to. And, and it kind of sounds like as well that um, with the model of the game, it's um, I think you were saying it's around about forty or so minutes per game is the mm-hmm. target sort of thing. So yes, there's going to be a little bit of sneaky peeky and all the rest of it, but. As we see with a lot of other games out there where people have skins that they can buy for, a lot of people don't really care about the um, going for the camo sort of skins. You know, you probably find some of the most popular ones would be the the glitzy and the, you know, the in-your-face ones, which um, uh, people seem, you know, I don't know, you know, maybe you do a blue waffle skin for all I know. Uh, and you probably find people who play on blue waffle servers go, fuck yeah, I want a blue waffle. I want to rip my blue waffle bloody... Um, uh, stuff on there and mm-hmm. yeah it's just I don't know it, it sounds to me like they're struggling to understand the business model well how do yeah. you how are you taking a brim yeah I think I don't think there should really be a huge issue with it when it comes to skins I mean at the end of the day it's you know it's it's, it's pixels on a screen isn't it it's not I can understand if you know if, if someone's paying out extra getting a you know a really good ghillie that hides them perfectly and gives them an advantage but like you said there, Boydie, most people aren't going to go for those. I mean, you'll get the people that are smart and know what's going to work in the meta and will play for that. But 90% of people, and I put myself in that category, are going to look at a skin and go, oh, I like the look of that. That looks like something I like. And that might be bright, hot pink with flowers and whatever else on it. So I think most people will gravitate towards what they want. It just seems like Bohemia needs to be a little bit more transparent, a little bit more helpful with with what they're doing and you know what their what their um their protocol is on this sort of thing but at the same time i think it's difficult because i think this is a sort of a one of a kind project that we've never sort of really seen before it's never really come up before so it's, we've never seen nothing of this scale a, yeah no exactly i think it's going to be it's going to be a learning curve not just for keegan but for bohemia as well to try and if they if if, if keegan and bohemia can work together to get something hashed out then that'll open the door for a lot more stuff down the line to to help out ben were you listening in then while you walked away sorry mate no i had to, I had to go and answer the front door but um what yeah. did i miss so uh, if you just want to recap the um I, I, second I uh, most... issue yeah it was the uh, second issue. yeah so the second issue is whether or not the same kind of beneficial policy for skins applies with br as for a hardcore survival Daisy experience because BR is going to be like you guys have mentioned, it's going to be more flashy. These skins, it's not going to be, um, it's going to be something that you're going to be interacting with a lot more people with. So you're going to, most people are going to want flashier skins, but on top of that, that camo gear that someone might spend hours trying to get in a Daisy server is going to take you five minutes in BR. If that, so how beneficial is a camo M4 in BR versus a camo M4 in a hardcore DZ server? Ben, how, how have you handled uh, monetization with your servers? Um, okay, so I have spawning gear, which people can um, choose to purchase. <clears throat> Offers no... Um, no benefits in terms of inventory size or or protection so it's visual you, theoretically yeah like what keegan's just touched on 
under under what I've got set up currently, you could theoretically set up some spawning gear to be completely camo. Now I only allow I only allow the, the, the same spawning gear that everybody else is getting. So it's a tactical shirt and a pair of pants. You normally spawn in blue blue gear. So theoretically, I suppose you could purchase camo gear and you might say that gives you more of an advantage over somebody not in camo gear. And then the other thing I have is um, players can purchase like all kinds of like gear they want, bags, all that kind of stuff um, in camo or whatever they want. That's only available from traders and every every player on the server can buy it for the same price that they could buy any other piece of gear from the trader that's clothing. Does that make any sense to you, Keegan? Yeah, I, it makes sense. It just doesn't... It's... It's something that's like, that's just about how we would do it with BR. But I, the email that I got from Bohemia didn't really clarify what rules I have to follow. And with <clears throat> BR, if I get penalized, the official servers get penalized severely, I'm going to take pretty big hit br's private servers are not the highlight of the mod what now, you've got possible. keegan to me sounds like it's going to be a pretty popular game mode i, I don't know what the rest of you guys are watching and the rest of the guys on the panel tonight think but there's there's potential for this to get quite big um because it's it's going to be probably one of the best um things since uh, the Survivor games, and I'm not talking about the Survivor games mod that we discussed last week, but uh, for people to play for, you know, like, like we say, for a lot of people with Daisy um, jumping on for, you know, you might have an hour free. Daisy's not really the sort of game that you can get a good experience in just an hour. Um, you, you need a bit more time to invest in it, whereas just being able to jump, I've got an hour free, I'll jump in and I'll play a quick round of BR. So I don't, I don't want to put the, you know, the, the moxer on you or anything like that, but I get the feeling this could be damn bloody popular. And my advice to you, mate, is I really think you need to get um, some legal advice. Uh, get someone to maybe, maybe not even um, uh, legal advice, but maybe reach out to someone like Brian Hicks um, who he's had business dealings, not just as the lead developer of um, DayZ, but he sold Survivor games to them. So he's got an understanding of creating a product and selling it to them. And he might be able to give you, from what, from every dealing I've had with Brian, he is always out there to help. Is He loves modders. Um, you know, he did that tweet just recently where um, he was saying that the guy should get that confluence access or whatever the fuck that means. Um, bloody boomer that I am. Um, I think if you were to reach out and ask him for advice, he would probably be more than happy to give you some advice on maybe someone to contact um, mm -hmm. because you're kind of caught in this um, amazing model and you need some sort of... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Some sort of guarantee from Bohemia that your business model can work. Because this isn't so much um, a 
yes, it is a passion project for you, but it's also a passion project that's going to cost you a lot of money. If you're setting up servers across the world for people to play this, multiple servers in some locations, if it gets popular, then you need to have some sort of guarantee of that you could get a, a flow of income coming in to fund that. And setting up a Patreon or relying on kind donations isn't enough. You need to have some sort of way of you know, guaranteeing and you know, there'll probably be artwork commissions getting done as well, which costs money. And you know, you're, How old are you? 22. 22. So you're still very young when it comes to you know, the, the ways of the world and all the rest of that sort of shit. So I really think you need to get some legal advice um, to be able to go to them with either, I don't know, a business proposal or something with the with the model of what you've got because I think it sounds fucking amazing, mate. And I understand your frustration in not knowing whether you can monetize to the extent that you're going to need to to make this viable. Um, and I do hope that um, Bohemia would support it because they've shown... They're supportive of modding in the past, you know, like with Daisy. Um, you know, they bought Daisy because it worked, and who knows? You know, maybe in four years from now, we could be seeing Keegan fucking being the next Dean Hall setting up Keegan Works in bloody downtown wherever you live. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, that that's kind of worries me a little bit. What March is wrote in there, the higher up the BI seems stubborn at times, but that's why I suggest. Have you ever reached out to Brian Hicks before? No, I haven't. I would. Um, I can even send him a message. I do have D uh, DMs with him. Um, but um, I, I might uh, just send him a link to this one and tell him if he could watch it and maybe reach out to you and um, give you some advice. Um, I know it might be a bit of a conflict of interest for him, but he might be able to point you in the direction of someone you can talk to to yeah. get some better advice. You, know, you might need to send the right sort of paperwork through all this yeah, Ben, you run your own business, don't you? Uh, no, well, no, Blaff's not a business, mate. But um, I, no, you're your own business outside. I, spoke, of I, I do, I, I do things, yeah. Um, but I chat. With, I had a brief <laughs> chat with Keegan. <laughs> had a brief chat with Keegan last night um, about this. First of all, I've had dealings with the with the BI uh, monetization team. Yeah. They're, they're very legal and they're like bots, first of all. Um, I had, I'm, I'm, I've literally got, I'm pulling emails up on my screen, try to listen and read at the same time. Um, but I had some trouble getting monetization approval with them. And I found the first few replies I got from them were like bots. And the, 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 the team's way out of touch with the community and what's going on. Like, they're just employed to just look at legal things and just see whatever way they can apply their legal, their legal, you know, plans to you. And it, it doesn't work anymore. The, 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 the monetization rules and all that, uh, they don't fit Daisy these days. Uh, they've already altered them once, I think, and they could do with changing again. Well, they're um, due to change um, uh, beginning of next year. Are they, right, well, good, because they're so out of touch with what's going on. Um I would I would agree in that getting somebody I would possibly speak to Adam or somebody who is in touch with the Daisy community and modding and what Keegan's trying to do. Somebody like Adam would definitely be able to put the message across better. I think sometimes with the whole thing alone, there's a language barrier when you when you speak into people via emails and it can be difficult. 
Um, I've got. I, I'm looking at an email here. I'll, I'll I'll go through it after the podcast to try and give any useful information that I can. But I know I was really having to clarify exactly what I was doing with the gear and how it wasn't going to give any benefits over somebody who wasn't paying anything. Um, and it took me a while before I eventually got what seemed like a human reply. And within the next reply to that was, you've been approved. So I think there is some battling to be done there. Uh, definitely get some get some help if you can. Offer somebody like speak to somebody like Sumrak, or maybe one of the other devs. Even um, even somebody like who was running the Twitter who, who moved on. Um, you know who I'm talking about. Oh well, yeah, Jacob. Yeah, 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 Jacob. <laughs> um, Jacob. Yeah, somebody like that who's just a bit more in touch with what's going on with the community and modding. And what's current now? Because the the monetization team is just bots, and they're not they're not up to date with what's what's going on in the community, really. Um, in terms of what Keegan's doing with the BR thing, if he's got a set pattern for how every server is going to be, it shouldn't matter whether he's got one or ten. If it's just a replication each time, what does it matter? They could they 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 could just blanket approve an all IP range for him or something or anything, and every time a server gets spun up. They just automatically agree to monetize it. I, I, I don't see if if the model doesn't change between server and all that's different is an IP address. Why not just approve the whole the whole thing as a as a you know as a platform or whatever the word is, rather than having to say yeah each server will have to approve it. That's stupid. If you've approved the model, then why have to do why have to do it you know several times over? Seems stupid. Yeah, that's if they could help me with that alone and i still had to follow some more strict guidelines with cosmetics i mean that's enough for me i can make do with only doing flashy skins you know bright reds bright blues bright yellows but yeah uh, it's really just having to reapprove every new server that's going to be what holds br back yeah it just wouldn't work at all would it yeah like you say you want to spin up servers on the fly to keep up with demand Mm -hmm. um, you can't wait for a three-week approval process. <laughs> and look, definitely um, <coughs> ask ask around other people if they've got ideas and how to monetize it. Like for me, straight away, one of the things I think of is, um, you know, like I mentioned before, um, you know, you might have um, Ben approach you and say, "Look, mate, I'd like to get um, blue waffle skins in the game." Um, you know, someone can find themselves a blue waffle jacket, and you can work out a financial arrangement. Um, you yeah. know. Um, hey, I'm, I'm hearing about you haven't mentioned EU servers yet, and I'm thinking I might like to be involved in helping there, you know? Yeah, <laughs> but look, think outside the um, square with other ways to, to monetize it as well. Um, yeah. You know, maybe there's some content creators who would love to have, um, you know, uh, you mentioned um, you're going to have airdrops and stuff like that. Um, get in there and, you know, there might be a backpack with Toprex logo on it or something like that. I don't fucking know. Work out some sort of, you know, get, the sky's the limit. You know, there's, one, there's one option I'm thinking of straight away, your, your ability to do uh, your own custom private server. Remember like they had on PUBG? Yeah. Streaming, yep. yeah. Do something like that. I, you know what I mean? People would be well up for it. Like they want to host their own DayZ server, host their own BR server. Yeah, that private servers is one of the things that I'm going to have working before we launch public. I, it's very important to me that if somebody doesn't like the restrictions that I'm putting on 
the official servers or doesn't like kind of the balancing that I'm doing, that they're able to spin up their own servers and for their own communities and do something unique. Um, but on top of that, back on like community and Twitch and all that, I want to do Twitch integrations as well. That's so I already have a few streamers merch in the game from the pre-alpha that we had done. That was like two years ago. The issue is, is I have to go and contact each of them, have them approve that I can have, have their content in the game, right? Um, but I'd love to work with content creators and platforms to get custom you know, skins. Um, I eventually want to do some form of like advertisements in game. Nothing that's annoying, but when you press escape in the top right where it has the hints, maybe something there, uh, some, maybe something at the main menu. Do it, mate. But, do it. Do, I, do, um, at the end of the day, um, we're a corporate world, like we're a capitalist world. Um, mm -hmm. A few ads placed here and there tastefully aren't going to bother anyone. But if you are going to add um, streamer things in, can you please add in what the fuck is Uncle Ray Ray's anal prolapse, the thing he called again? The prolapse of 5,000. Please add that in as a melee weapon. <laughs> Uh, you'll have to set, you'll have to show me what that is. And also, uh, oh boy, <laughs> can can we please get a Don Sibley beard that you can don in the game? Oh, that'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, and then you can go up and shave it off, and then you don't know who it is anymore. <laughs> when you when you kill the person, your finishing move is shaving off the beard. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's, that's the pay to win. You can in, in game. There's an extremely rare bit of loot, just a pair of hair so you can shave it off and then hide somewhere else, and they think you're a teammate. Oh, I found a tear for Don Sibley beard. <laughs> Adds plus 50 sex appeal and plus 50 armor. But yeah, definitely, mate. I don't know what your parents do for a living or if you know anyone else out there, but definitely get yourself some advice. Don't go fumbling around uh, just by yourself doing this. This sounds like it's going to be a pretty complicated model. Um, so it's in your best interest. The same as I tell streamers and stuff out there. We talked about it um, a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, the Devin Nash video about contracts and all the rest of it. Make sure you get advice from someone you trust, um, whether that be someone you have to pay a few quid to, um, to get them to look over paperwork or, you know, come up with paperwork that you can send through to Bohemia Interactive, um, spelling it out so you don't get fucked in the ass later. Yeah, I agree with that. I think with the right, speak, combined with speaking to somebody like, you know, on the dev team possibly, having the model completely spelled out as as clear and simple as possible could get them to change their their monetization policy because when you when you think about what you're trying to do completely impossible under their current terms it's, it just doesn't work so yeah whereas if you could get a proper legal document done up spelling it out like ben's saying and sent through to them in the legal mumbo jumbo that they want to fucking talk to you in um, that they talk to Ben in um, with their bot bloody responses and stuff like that, that could make all the difference for you. You know, for you, it feels like you're bashing your head against a brick wall. For someone with the right skill set and knows how to talk to these sort of people, they'd be able to, oh, that's easy to do, mate. Bohemia should, should be pretty aware now of what happens if they lose a BR type yeah. mode and it goes off on its own. So they might yes. want to keep hold of this one, maybe. 
Yeah, what's yeah, an idea? And this what's again an is why I'm saying to you, it is highly worth it. I know it's probably a big thing right now, but it's highly worth getting legal advice so you don't get ass fucked by a big company um, mm-hmm. that, yeah, you know, that you get looked after. You know, I, I don't know what the deal was they did with Dean Hall or the deal Hall they did with uh, Brian Hicks for Survivor Games is, but I can probably guarantee you 110% that both Dean Hall and Brian Hicks had legal representation or people looking over any contracts that were going backwards and forwards before signing yeah. on the dotted line. And if um, yeah, yeah, protect yourself doesn't hurt others, just, yeah, helps. Did we help you at all? Yeah. I think I have uh, quite a few ideas now of where to go from here. Four and put it out there. Kind of lost. Don't, I, don't. I, think by the, I think by the end of the podcast, you'll have a little army of help behind you, to be honest. Fucking oath. Fucking oath you will, mate. You've, you've got an amazing model. Um, and we've said time and time again on this show, there is nothing wrong with people making a few dollars um, or a lot of fucking dollars. I don't care. As I said, it's a capitalist world. Um, if you've got a product that people want, and even you know, if the Bohemia looks at it and goes, "Fuck yeah, that's bloody awesome," we might um, work something out with you. Um, that's great for you, mate, and I wish you all the best with it. But yeah, get get yourself some um, proper advice before you stumble into something that might um, become bigger than you're ready for, because it's got yeah. potential. It does have potential. Like Ben said, you know, the Bohemias let something walk away from them in the past. Um, many a company has let something walk away from them in the past. I I want that on a t-shirt. Don't get fucked in the ass. Get professional help, Boydie, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the audio clips. The one's just sitting here. He, he threatened me with um taking some audio bites because of that um, Mark is a cuck comment I put on my video uh, with him, and he said he's going to be getting sound bites of me and doing something with them. Yeah. Oh God. <clears throat> but now, nah, mate, I'm really excited for it. Um, I'll be having a try of it next week as well. I'll be registering for the beta myself uh, and jumping on and doing what little I can with my limited exposure to help promote your um, battle royale thing, mate. I think it's fucking awesome. I'm a hardcore fan myself, but I still love these sorts of. Um, you know, PUBG was a, a big letdown for me. Um, I really enjoyed it, but it's just gone to shit with bots and all the rest of it. Um, I'm looking forward to being able to play it in Daisy, a game I know the controls for, even if I do mm. have fat fingers and mash them. But yeah, yeah, everybody's been having a lot of fun. I, even I have fun on it. I as much a player as everyone else, so I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Awesome, awesome. Okay, what else have we got on the show this week? Let me just scroll up and find the... Where there? I've moved it. There it is, weekly show agenda. Yeah, it took me about five minutes to find it earlier on my phone as well. I got really confused. Twitch... Mind you, that doesn't really take a lot. The Twitch Daisy stats. Here we go. Looking at these yesterday. Massive spike these last few days. It has just been insane. Um, let me... Fucking hell, that is a spike, isn't it? Cool. I hope you can all see it because I'm having a boomer moment and forgetting how to share my screen and that. And 
managing the stream and the one second come back here share your screen and there we go so yeah some massive spikes there peak 106,000 viewers um 50,000 viewers, 60, almost 70, and just, yeah. The Shroud Summit XQC effect has been massive for the game. Can only imagine that's going to be, like, bring more players as well. don't know how often the Steam charts are updated, but I would have thought there's going to be a few people that are going to have watched those guys and sort of think, well, if they're, you know, if they want to play it, then it must be a game worth playing therefore i should get it so i can be like shroud or summit or you know whatever else so i would have thought some some more especially once you get like a a free weekend or a sale i reckon the uh the actual game itself will sell out a little bit quicker i know i've come i've come across one player already that's bought the game solely based off of shroud playing it recently yeah i had someone um put a comment somewhere um was it i think dude i rage um on twitter uh said he ran into someone who bought it because either summit or shroud was playing it and he spent the day running around with this guy and just oh, had yeah, an absolute blast yeah, yeah that, it's yeah. happening everywhere i retweeted it saying you know try to give these people the best experience it doesn't have to be a positive experience but something they'll remember something that lets them know that daisy's like no other game you've ever played before yeah, just imagine just what viewer numbers would be like away. in a Battle Royale mod. Well, the good thing about... I was talking about this last night. So, like, with, with regards to Shroud, and this is all just presuming, obviously. I don't know the guy like a busy mate or anything. But now that he's um, he's gone through the whole payout from Mixer thing, and he's gone back to Twitch, he's, I suppose, unlike pre before now, he's no longer pressured to play any particular game he doesn't have to play what yeah. is the most popular game on twitch or whatever else shroud was an old school daisy player he played it yeah. a long time ago well i heard he uh, said on his stream that the very first game he ever played on twitch was daisy his very I first stream of on twitch was daisy there was a guy he met on daisy who ended up becoming one of his best mates just nine he met him on yeah. Daisy, and he ended up living with him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the, the fact that he's now come away from the, the contract thing, he's obviously, you know, he's, he's, he's not short of a few bob now. So he's not pressured to take a contract with anyone, and he can just play whatever the hell he wants that he enjoys. And what's he come back to? Daisy. Yeah. And then straight away, you've got people like Summit have jumped back on, and you've seen what the response from Summit is. And there's clips going up all the time. And all I see now, like, and it's funny that Keegan's doing his BR, is I can see I can see the growth of them. They'll continue playing it. Loads of new players are going to come into it. They're then going to start playing modded stuff. Keegan's BR is going to be there. And then there's going to be a pressure for Shroud to jump in BR. You know, it's all going to spiral, I think. It's, it's, it's looking good. It's huge. Yeah. I find it kind of funny as well how like with Shroud having that whole mixer deal, it's like everyone kind of says, oh, I want to be the next Shroud. You know, a lot of people get into streaming because they want to be at that, you know, at that level to a degree. And yet somehow he's managed to get to that level 
make literally tens of millions of dollars. Fuck you, and man. Now, like, and yeah, and like Ben just said, he's now back down to that playing whatever he wants. He's back down. He's essentially back down to our level, but with a bank balance we'll never have. He's now back <laughs> at that. Like when you first start streaming, everyone's like, oh, just do it. Don't do it as a job. Do it because you're passionate about it. Do it because it's... Yeah, play you what want you want to do. play. Exactly. Play what you want to play and the viewers will come, not play what you think is popular and will get you viewers. We're all still sat there doing exactly that. He's been there, done that, and come back around. And he's now sat with us again, only he's got a much nicer car than I have. I don't know. Maybe Keegan will one day have um, Shroud money when he sells his Battle Royale mod. Yeah, I guess we can hope. <laughs> Just don't forget who made you famous. The Daisy podcast. <laughs> yeah, Daisy podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, yep. mine's, a double whis- mine's a double whiskey at the bar, mate. <laughs> it, all, it all takes off from here now. Just... Uh, um, I'm going to skip a point. I think it was um, a little bit later that I had it. Um, but it's in relation to um, what we were just talking about. <clears throat> oh, no, wrong one. Scroll too far. Boomer in charge. Um, Summit 1G posted. Let me just share the screen again. It was quite a positive thing he posted as well, wasn't it, if I remember But right. I need someone to explain to this old boomer. Ah. I'm with you on this as well. I don't know what it means either. What the fuck is an S tier game? Is that Please like is that, it's a it's a what? <laughs> okay, so uh, have you ever seen any YouTube videos by Tier Zoo? Never heard of him. Okay, what he does is he ranks animals from their worst to the the best, essentially, as how well they function. Um, it's kind of a meme channel in a sense. But the idea is S being super. It's the best of that tier, of that group. So Daisy being an S tier game means it's finally among one of the best games. Um, that's kind of what he means by it. Yeah, it's kind of like God tier. It's that above that A level of, of good shit. Basically. Is this that, yeah. like that thing where people rate pizzas and they have all the different charts and the different categories and S was the top tier? just put fucking top tier then. <laughs> yeah, thank you, man. Make it easy for us all to understand, man. S stands for superb, super, superior, special, or Sugoi. It could have, stand, it could have stood for shit as well, though, and people yes. could take it that way. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, at least I now know. And I'm, I'm glad I wasn't the only one who had no fucking clue I, what an S tier no game I, I, I was like, is, is what, it's a game worthy of Summit? Is the S for Summit? It's a it's a summit worthy game. I, I I don't know what the fuck's he talking about. But grades, shirt to your game. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, now I know. Thank you for explaining that, Keegan. Mm-hmm. Um, the Molsk update from uh, Sumrack. <laughs> Anyone I read imagine it? Imagine we'll have that covered a little bit next week as well. But I was quite surprised when I read that though to see that he was he was said that it's still planned for this year for a release this year considering we're in september now you know i'm and the things that he sort of referenced in in what we're about to read as well to say that he wants to see differences before he can bring the mouse scout i'm still i mean I'm, i'm always a little bit of a little bit of a naysayer to a degree i'm always a bit of a negative nancy with it but you know with everything it's 
I, I, I want it to come out this year. I just don't see it happening, but I've got my fingers crossed that it does. If anyone can deliver, it's going to be Adam. Oh, shit, shit. I think if if he puts a date on something, especially with <laughs> him knowing what it's like when DayZ put a date on something, I think if he puts a date on something or says it's going to be this year, it's going to be this year, I, I, I think it will be. I've got I'm to give you... to see the... Go on, sorry, mate. No, no, you you carry on. I was just going to say I, there was or, there was a few bits I was surprised in there. In the um, I didn't realize he's going to do like two versions of it. So you that's can just that's have... what I was just about to say. Yeah. Go ahead, mate. Go on. Yeah, that was crazy. I, I think it's a smart move by him though, because yeah, yeah, that's yeah, going to that's going to allow someone like you, Ben, to easily adapt it to the model that works for you and your community, and then for yeah. the the autistic people like myself who just want to punish ourselves. There's going to be a mode ready to go for us. Oh no, I, I me mate, I want the I want the Namalsk version, the proper version, Good. full on. My lot can freeze to death. I don't. Care. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it was it was definitely as soon as I read that, I thought, yeah, boom. There's a lot of servers that wouldn't adapt that all the hardcore stuff from the mouse, but will want the map. So them two versions, like you say, I could just. Bonk my server straight onto that, and it it worked. I did like this bit here as well. Damage state can greatly increase wetness absorbency rate uh, and lower heat isolation, and so the values were tweaked in a way that worn states remained ninety percent effective. Damage remains seventy five, and badly damaged fifty percent. Ruined state will continue to give zero bonuses, and you just find a replacement for that. I just love that. That's just gonna be, you know. A lot of people don't really even bother about repairing their clothes. Me, I'm kind of fastidious about it. Um, yeah, I am. Oh, yeah, that's looks smart. I'm, see, I'm I'm like that. I any time any of my gear becomes damaged, I immediately all I can think about is is repairing it as best I can. But ironically, mine's just for the fact that I don't like things being out of place. So it's not because I think they're going to give me some extra value in game that means something. It's just me being a finicky twat, if anything. Yeah, I just like to look good when I die. Yeah, that's, that's, die, that's what goes through my head. You know, it's basically like um, your mother always telling you to put clean underwear on. So if you get hit <laughs> by an ambulance, they don't see your dirty underwear sort of thing. Well, if I'm going to be dead, I want to at least look good when I'm dead. Oh, I... And he was he was smart, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he might not have a head on his shoulders, but at least his undies ain't got skids. <laughs> <laughs> well, they never tell you though that when you die, you shit yourself. So fucking, it's regardless of whether your underwear's fucking clean or not. <coughs> um, what else have we got? Um, the Running Man. This was um, wow, what a week. What a week. This is a very, very delicate topic um, for us to discuss. Um, we had <clears throat> the whole um, debacle with um, two streamers going at each other on um, Twitter um, and then <laughs> um, Minder's um, little gaff on his stream. And it just... When I saw this tweet from the Running Man, I'd actually that same day typed something up myself and just said, "No, no, no, don't, don't. It's not fucking worth it." Um, but it pretty much just summed up exactly how I felt. Um, yeah, you know, a lot of people, yeah, just 
the thing it reminds me of, and you'll like this, Boydie, is Devin Nash, because he did a video. I don't know if it's the one that we covered on the podcast a few weeks back, but it's talking about uh, advertisers and getting money into into specific games, sponsorships, yes. things like that. And he was saying that if you you know if you're a, if you're a company, you're looking to pump money into streamers into a specific game. Um, you know, whether it be on Twitch, YouTube, whatever else, of course, you're going to do your due diligence and you're going to go on, you're going to look on YouTube, on Twitch, you're going to look through streamers, Twitters, and you're going to decide using what information you find there. Do I want to sponsor this streamer? Do I want to have anything to do with this game? And if when you do that as a company, if you log in and you look at someone's page and you go, fuck me, look at this, this minder's mouthing off. Oh, look at this, this person over here is doing something. Oh, there's drama over here in the DayZ community again. You're immediately going to go, well, why the fuck am I going to be giving any of these people any money? When all of a sudden the people that that already follow us are going to look at us giving them, these people money and go, why are you giving these people money? All they do is bitch and moan. So you've got all these guys starting drama. You've got the whole problem with Lottie and Minder and all that going on. Just at the same time as we have Summit and Shroud and XQC coming on and saying positive things and bringing more eyes on the community as a whole. And at the moment, it seems like there are so many people that are that are supposed to be representing this relative, still relatively small community, but are not representing it, you know, in a positive way. And it still yeah. seems to be that same core group of names that come up every time. When we started off with the Milo problems, when it was you on Twitter, Boydie, and, you know, and, it, and we, when I started up the whole, the whole joke about the having a day since last incident and things, you know, it's, and it, it does seem to be that same list of names coming up every yeah. time there's drama. And you think there's no way our community, and when I say our community, I mean as the Daisy community as a whole, there's no way we can thrive when that shit is going on so frequently. Now, Daisy what... community is a small one, so it's really easy to notice the shit in it. As soon yeah. as something happens, you you find out about it. So yeah, I mean, I, I especially without on the up, everything is. I don't know at the moment why people are taking the time out of their lives to just be negative on other people's stuff all the time. You do yeah. your own thing. Leave them to it. Everybody's happy. I did have um, one disagreement with the running man on something I said, though, because um, I posted from the um, official uh, podcast Twitter account, um, and I said one of the things that needs to happen here is some of the content creators need to take control of their communities. And when I say their communities, their fan base, in particular the rabid fans. Um, he disagreed. He didn't think that um, that's a streamer's responsibility. I don't agree with that. I think you, know, you can't control people. You can't you can't stop people from doing something, but you can call them out on doing it. And yeah, you can do your best to manage there were, it. Yeah. There were examples, um, and I hate to mention it, but you know we're an honest show here. Um, uh, some of Archie uh, Stormcloud, who you know, he's part of the the team behind the show, but some of his uh, community members posted some very offensive things about Lottie, um, and. <clears throat> He needed to publicly say that's not acceptable. You know, I get yeah. edgy humor. Like we had some guy in here before, fucking um, sending me sexually suggestive messages, and I just laughed at it. I know he was just trying to be edgy. He was just trying to get a laugh. But coming back to what you said, Brim, about 
this reflects on us, the community. And when sponsors are looking, they're looking to see what's, what's this community about? What's this community like? Is this a toxic community? Is this... And, yeah, it's, it's fucking just people have got to take a chill pill, calm down, and try to remember that at the end of the day, especially if you're doing this to try to make a living, you need to be professional. Um, and yes, Jack the Fast is bang on the money. Um, that they were perfect uh, on the same top drum before in other circumstances, they'll keep doing it again. They will, unless people pile on them. People have got to let people know when they have stepped out of line. Like I had a chat to both Lottie and Archie um, about their little tete-a-tete. Um, and sadly, it doesn't seem like they're ever going to um, try to sort it out between each other which is very disappointing, very disappointing. Um, yeah, but, but, at same, but at not... the same time, it's they can they can just agree to disagree. Yes. You know, you, you go over there, do your thing, Lottie. Archie, you go over there, do your thing. You don't have to be anywhere near each other. It's, the same, it's, it's almost like being a fucking teacher at school again. You've got two kids in the classroom who don't like each other. And you say, right, you fuck off over there and do your maths work. You fuck yeah. over there and do your algebra. Don't bother each other. You've got your own shit going on. And Let's tell the people, your closest fans, your fanboys, your fangirls, whatever, to fucking leave it. Leave it alone. Yeah. Just let it fucking go. Move on and let him do him. Let her do her. Let whatever do whatever. Just fucking grow up and, yeah. And because when, when, when I messaged the Bible, I said, you know, look, this is a bit rich coming from me, Mr. Fucking Drama himself. But learn from my mistakes. I've made mistakes in the past. Many a fucking time. I'm 47 acting like I'm fucking seven. Stir in the pot, boy. Stir in the pot. <laughs> but yeah. Going to buy you a new wooden spoon for Christmas just so you can you know, get, that, get that fresh stir on, mate. You know? But yeah, I just hope we can get past it. And um, like Paul said, you know, bit of day zen. Um, just everyone doing what what they want to do. Just, just do your thing. Don't get caught up in what others are doing. Um, and you know, going back to the one of the first people we mentioned, reminder he didn't need to comment on Lottie. I know people think that she stream sniped, um, Summit, but I don't know. I've heard people say that she was on that server for ages, and at the end of the day, there's a lot of streamers who are honestly playing on we, uh, we don't say that server name. Um, get me started on this subject. Go on. <laughs> but there's a lot of streamers who are going on there purely in the hopes of meeting Shroud and fucking Summit. All the fucking streamers are going on there, knowing that there's other streamers on there. And then when somebody complains that one streamer's bumped into another one, it's like the fuck you're all going on there to because other streamers are on there. And that you know what the best part is, I have a suspicion that I know what the server is. But I don't actually know for a hundred percent certainly. I'm Ooh, sitting server. here like great like, server, like yeah. I'm sitting yeah. there going, I've got in my head. I think I know what one it is. I've probably played on it, but I don't know for certain. And I'm just trying to stay as far back from it as I can. And this two week vacation could not have come at a better fucking time. <laughs> uh... <laughs> It is funny though, just watching everyone clamoring over themselves to get onto that server to play, and um, it's yeah, it's kind of I'm I'm kind of glad I've got my own server. I tried it; I had a lot of fun on it. Um, it's a great fucking idea. 
Yeah. Uh, very professionally run and fucking just, yeah. But I've got my own little thing now and I'm in just enjoying that and um, good luck to everyone. But uh, I, I just feel that, well, my, my worry is that the reason the server was created is kind of, I feel maybe being a bit ruined by the sheer volume of streamers just inundating this fucking server. It, Eventually, it, the streamers are all usually streamers looking for content, which is interaction, isn't it? Now, eventually, it's going to be that flooded with streamers that are all looking for normal people to have interaction with, and all they're getting is other streamers who are all pretending not to be a streamer, like RP and somebody you know random. Remember when Daisy released? I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was a streamer-only server, and. The you can remember it, can you, Keegan? Yeah, very briefly though. And what a yeah. fucking circle jerk that server that that server was. Just watching all these streamers just bump into each other, and all I wanted was to see one of them just say, "I don't give a fuck." Point six three experimental. There we go. The ones um, just said it. Yeah, um, and it was a, it was an absolute shit show. They got bloody. Um, panned for it because they released it to streamers only and it was all these streamers running up to each other and oh i'm such and such and i'm such and such and all i wanted was for one of them to go i don't give a fuck who you are and just blow their <laughs> fucking heads off yeah. but no one did it it was the saddest oh. fucking thing i've ever seen in the history of daisy it was oh my god it was horrible they were all just running around and networking and just oh you need you need the freaky random normal people in a server to, to act like the crazy Russian guy or the yes. random person growing fucking pumpkins in the middle of nowhere or killing and eating people. You need all that weird shit. If you just got all streamers look like it'll just become a big old hands situation where there's nothing else going on. But I I'm a streamer, so am I. Yeah, <laughs> and this is coming from me, Mister Pacifist. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that worries me as well, because it's happening on such a, on a server that we can all agree that regardless of this situation is a fantastic server, it means then that we are eventually going to hit that point where it's just going to be all streamers looking for content, there's going to be none there, suddenly it's going to dry up, that server's pop is going to fucking drop into the ground, and theoretically, and I hope this doesn't happen, we're going to get a situation where suddenly that server isn't popular anymore. Which means it, you know, that server suddenly disappears, and we will have lost a great thing, all because a handful of people decided they wanted to all jump on and ruin it for everyone else, essentially. And Daisy Daily Press has just said something there as well. I held a streamer-only session for Mixer Daisy community, and it only lasted fifteen minutes. Everyone died killing each other. That's the other thing. This server is attracting a lot of bad eggs. People who yep. want to get on there just to do the stream sniping and shit like that. I see you nodding your head, Keegan. Yeah, that's that's the first thing I thought of because when Shroud first started playing Daisy, first thing I thought of was somebody you're gonna have every server he hops on is gonna have stream snipers twenty four seven. Yeah, and he's gonna do everything he can to hide what server he's on. But all it takes is him playing with one other streamer and that one other streamer making a mistake for them to figure it out. Yep, and you can go all the way back to the early releases of Daisy, and you can see the same thing was happening with all the streamers back then. With all these streamers on the same server, it's only compounding that. 
because you can hop on one server and stream snipe three different streamers. Yeah. And as a stream sniper, that's what that's what's entertaining you. So I mean, look at um XQC. He's got a whole community of people that live to stream snipe him and wipe and ruin his stream. Like he went I don't know what server he was on, but it took like ten minutes before he Top had all four. people blasting fucking loud Russian music and everything at him as he was running around, you know. Um yeah, I feel bad for I I, I do genuinely feel like feel bad for any server streamers like that. Come on, I've been through it with Lyric. Um, he's the nicest bloke ever, but even with him, he has like 20, 30k views. You only need a little percentage of people of that, and that's half a, that's half a Daisy server full of toxic people that are just there to to, to fucking stream up, you know. If so, not DDoS you as well. But you get that as well, yeah, yeah. That's the other thing you see, like so. For example, the big streamers like Shroud and everything up to now, they've been playing on servers like PUBG and all that, a lot better protection. Come on to DayZ, a lot, lot easier to take it down. So it'd be interesting. Interesting to see what happens. It will be. It will be. It's going to be, um, look, like we were saying before, though, it's great these big name guys are coming on and playing oh, yeah. DayZ. Uh, and in particular, you know, with Shroud and um, Summit um, playing DayZ the way that, um, you know, it's, it's not just running around and killing everything that fucking moves. Um, that's fun. Um, you know, love, you're building a whole bloody um, uh, mod for it based on running around and killing everything that moves. But, yeah, it's, it's great seeing them just enjoying DayZ for what it is and speaking positively about it as well. Um, but it is going to bring problems, like you said, Ben, to those who um, they they choose to grace with their presence. Yeah, that's going to be. And it's going to be I mean, a I... fucking frustrating thing being stream sniped as much as those guys get stream sniped um, with a game as time intensive and devotion intensive as Daisy. You can spend hours running around to finally get your setup just right, and then some fucker can come along and ruin it all for you, just because. Yeah. I found with sort some of the biggest streamers anyway, they like to play a lot of Daisy offline, off stream. Yeah. So they can play way different to how they do on stream. Surely so they, they have to. Yeah, they can't they can't they, they can't imagine Shroud building a base on a server. The fuck? That'll have like twenty thousand people trying to raid it all day. It just, you can't do it, you know. So like for those things like that, he's gonna have to bounce around and play offline and things, you know. Same for a lot of the a lot of people, not just him. I keep bringing his name up, but and um, one thing I did like was uh, did you see the summit clip where he's fucking walking with a guy and he's got he was talking in a, in a funny voice like this, and then <laughs> his fucking mum comes in like, "The fuck are you doing?" <laughs> no, I haven't seen that voice on, so they I don't think, know it's me. Yeah, yeah. I, I think at some point near enough, all of us have been through that shit. Like RPing or doing something weird on Daisy, and somebody pokes their head in, like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I went out before um, and got told I don't need to yell into the microphone um, just because I was getting quite animated in the game, and that it was like, I'm sorry. You know, Mrs. The Young Fellow out there watching their uh, stories on the TV, and I'm in here yelling and fucking carrying on about deer not fucking dying when I head shoot them. Die, bitch, die! <laughs> <laughs> The wife's grabbing the car keys and the kid's like, fuck Come me, on, this guy's fuck. cracked, I'm out. That, that guy, Seals, just said, uh, I think the best clip Summit has uh, was when he found the letter that Shroud has a big cock. <laughs> <laughs> I like the other one who, um, we've, um, was it Shroud or was it Summit? Um, has a chopper. 
oh, hail it. And then you just oh, see yeah, the yeah, zoom yeah. in. And yeah, it's, it's Summit. It was Summit. I think he just landed and he crashed the chopper. <laughs> oh, God. That was Boydie flying that <laughs> <laughs> You can tell because it crashed. Um, okay. Next topic on the agenda. In Clement Dab. What was this one again? The Daisy Editor Weather Controller. This was fucking astounding. Have you guys seen it? Yeah, yeah. I've been watching the screen when he's been doing it, so. Yeah, I haven't really been following his. Alright, but it um, works. Fog? But I know it's something that Daisy badly needs since when I did Arma 3 modding, the editor was. We should be able to set the view distance properly. For the majority of it. So. Seems like it's going along really well. Just it just looks so intuitive, doesn't it? Answer Jesus's Christmas present or birthday present, everything rolled into one. <laughs> any any way you can control the weather easier, I'm down for, definitely. I love fucking with the weather. I just see everyone just turning rain on. When Tobe's on the server. The editor might is going to start serving multiple purposes, I think. With all the things he's starting to put into it, it's not just going to be a map editor. I, I can see people using it to do cinematic stuff and all sorts, all yeah. sorts of different things. Yeah, that's the same thing they use the Arma 3 editor for. Cinematics, not yeah. just mission making. But... It's pretty much what I use the admin tools for on occasion. I've made a couple oh, yeah. of little, like, like a video intro where I literally just went into free cam just flying up over some really nice picturesque areas. It's just that, that simple drone view. Add a nice bit of music behind it. It's piss easy. A fucking corpse could do it. You know, it's 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 amazing what you can do nowadays. Yeah. What I'd be excited to see him do is uh, some sort of keyframe animations for the camera. Because Arma 3 has that, but Daisy doesn't. So if he, if he manages to do that, everybody's going to use it for every cinematic they do. What do you mean by keyframe anim animations? Uh, so the idea is you're able to point the camera at specific points and save that and build a timeline where it'll transition yep. smoothly from point to point. Um, if he's able to, yeah, if he's Sorry, able to on. pull that, if he's able to pull that off, I mean, you can just go and say, okay, I want the camera here, and then I want it to pan to here and turn kind of this way. Okay, yep. And then there's this nice, just a smooth <clears throat> transition between the two. Kind of like I mean, pre-programming just... it. Exactly. Yeah, there was a there was a Call of Duty version that set up something in that once. I think it was Call of Duty where you could set up all the different camera points and everything, and then you you'd kick it off and it would move the camera around and everything so that you could you know you keyframe all the different points where the camera would be, and then it'd play it and record it so it looked like one smooth cinematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard the ones made the good point there. Scripted content all over. As soon as I saw that, that's the first. <laughs> That's the first thing I was thinking. I was like, oh, mate, you, you could have people making some great scripted content with that. Oh, God. I might uh, have actually have a fucking chance of making a half-decent video. <laughs> Shan't hold me breath, though. Let's be fair. It's me. Yeah, we've got a tweet from Adam here. Ah, oh, yes. Yes. So, um... One of the things um, I've been quite vocal about was um, uh, wanting um, uh, 
some reworks of uh, animals, um, in particular the boars. And any plants this made, even rams or billy goats, would be more um, aggressive, I reckon. I killed five goats today. They all ran a few metres from me, and then I was able to kill them all with a shovel. Um, and he said it's actually something on their backlog, uh, for sure, also for wild boars. One thing to note here is that it's much more complicated to kill these animals using melee in offline than it is in online due to AI reactions slowed down by the server load, unfortunately. So some work happening there to make um, critters a little bit more difficult to um, kill. I like the idea of that. I like the idea of making the animals that little bit, that little bit more annoying. So at the moment, I think there's only really two animals in daisy that i ever have much of an issue with one is obviously bears because they are fucking monstrous and the other is the deer one of the bucks because you, you the second you get anywhere near them they just fucking leg it and you've got yep. no chance of catching them unless you've got a rifle you ain't catching them everything else is pretty much just run up and give it a little love tap and it will go so even the wolves the wolves need a massive buff in my opinion they just yeah. i miss I miss the, uh, was it the boars as well that just used to charge you and knock you out? The boars, I'm sure the boars used to do that. I've heard someone say that as I well, but so. I can't remember that. Yeah, I'm positive I remember getting knocked out by a boar. Somebody yeah, chopped off. Yeah, I think I've got some small recollection of a boar coming up and giving me the old Glaswegian kiss on occasion. Yeah, yeah, I missed that. That was decent. And yeah, Daisy, Daisy Daily Press saying they're whatever to the animals bleeding out as well. Uh, they don't seem to bleed out anymore. So <clears throat> Dumpy saying he remembers that too with the boars. Okay, it's not just they come that. towards you, the boars. They must have hit you previously. Yeah, um, just that—that that would be a big, big, big plus for me. You know, something else that's a little bit of a uh, a threat in the game, um, other than just you know players and the bears. The wolves are. Unless you get very unlucky, um, the wolves are not a threat. They really need a massive rework um, to, to become a genuine threat. The packs need to be bigger um, and they need to coordinate and attack you to be, make them, you know, uh, you know the, way, the way the wolves are. One distracts while the other one comes up and nips your Achilles uh, tendon and stuff like that and I just think, fucks you over. I think if you're going um, to get bit by an animal in daisies, it would be a small percentage chance that if you survive it, you get sick from it. Yes. Yeah. Broken yep. bones as well when that eventually comes in, whether that's yep. as part of vanilla or a mod. You know, let's be honest, if a wolf's going to come up and grab your ankle and give it a shake, you're not just going to walk away from that. You know, you're going to be hobbling a bit. You know, add, add that in a bit. Infected wounds, that kind of thing. Yeah. See, the mistake I find a lot of people make with wolves um, just seen Stu say I've been killed by huge wolf packs in the open, you can be screwed, is shooting them, unless you're a really good shot, is a waste of time. Um, it's one of the reasons I always carry a splitting axe with me. Um, a splitting axe just fucking destroys them. And you, you learn the way they react. The minute you raise your axe, they run. You've got to basically keep your axe at the ready and only bring it up... <clears throat> and swing very quickly. Otherwise, the wolves will run um, and make it harder for you. So, yeah, you know, the servers I play on being more hardcore, I hear wolves, I run towards them because all I think is that's dinner. It's food. I saw a stream of yours the other day, and I think I can't remember which day it was, but you took on a wolf and, I, and with an axe, 
and I was like, oh shit, it is that easy to do a wolf then? Like, I yeah. didn't realize. Well, one to two hits, mate. One to two hits with an axe. I never use my gun um, unless it's a really awkward situation, like I'm already a bit damaged because their bites do hit you hard, um, but they're just too easy to kill with something like a splitting axe, even a shovel, uh, any decent melee weapon, a hatchet even will do the job on a, a pack of wolves. You've only got to kill three or four of them, and they usually run off after that now. Um, yeah, they. there used to be a feature where if you shot two to three wolves, the rest of the pack would run away. Is that still in the game? Um, yeah. yeah. There, there's theories on that. I've never heard it. Maybe you know Keegan being a modder in that. But there's um, always a theory of the alpha. If you, I think you have to shoot the alpha, yeah. and they run off. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah. Is that an actual I thing? Don't... Is there a wolf in the code that is identified as the alpha? I haven't looked into it, but I've, everyone that I've talked to about wolves has said that's the case. Yeah. The one saying, yeah, it is. Yeah, I've is never seen like an alpha wolf situation, but I know that if you, if you have like a pack of, say, five or six wolves and you kill like four of them, the others all sort of turn around, oh, fuck this, I'm not winning this. He's clearly too good, I might as well leg it. And they, they disappear off. So whether that's, that's something to do with like an alpha wolf or not. Yeah, one saying but... it's in yeah, the behavior it templates. It's the, the chances are the fourth one that you're killing is the alpha and then that's why the rest of them are pissing off. Mm -hmm. There you go. That might be a video for Wobo. <clears throat> or Marks. Yeah, Marks, you're in chat. Well. There you go, Marks, that you can do that. Uh, link up with one <clears throat> and um, explain to people how the uh, wolf packs work. Give me a well, shout, you can come on my server and I'll just spawn a hundred wolves on you. It's fine. Bada boom, bada bing. We are in the wrong. Now, we also had the, ah, uh, yes, this is the um, delay of the um, building challenge that they're doing on Daisy. They pushed it out until the 6th of September, so you got until the... Uh, end of tonight for you guys. Well, yeah. End Te of today. Yeah, technically tomorrow for us here in the UK. Yeah, to get in and um oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes it is, yeah. Um so this weekend basically, Sunday night for pretty much everyone. Um <clears throat> to get in and finish off and polish your bases. Submission deadline is now just before midnight. All information in regards to these challenges below, DM for further support. Um, and this will allow you the opportunity to have your own flag in-game, provided it's not a dildo or something like that. I, Uncle Ray Ray will be upset. No dildo flags. <laughs> I think it's great what they've done with this. With this. Same. Um, the amount of... So they've encouraged testing and people to come on and test the shit out of the new base building stuff way more than any other time they've, they've added something new and tried to get people on to test it. It's great the fact that they're putting this much effort in, actually, and running it for this long. Yeah, it's good to see. Good to see. Helkiana actually... said she's tried to do the challenge three times, but being raided, couldn't be bothered anymore. Oof. Did they actually um, say why it is they delayed it? Because the first reply, who were who you waiting for? Their reply to that was kind of like not serious. And that's, that's my question. Why did they delay it? I th well, the logical answer I can see is it's a weekend. 
Uh, that's what I was thinking. They, they've probably got yeah. the people at work in the week and stuff like that. Not yeah. I, I don't think it's so much whether they're waiting for anyone. I think it's just someone said maybe we should give them the end of the weekend to finish their basics. It seems, it seems to have been pretty popular, doesn't it? Like yeah. the amount of people, the streamers that I've seen taking part, people on Twitter, everything. Um, I know one Cooper's doing it, Archie's doing it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Compared to other stuff they've done, the popularity of it seems to be quite good and it's it's a good time to try and capitalise on stuff. All that's going on at the moment, capitalise on everything. So, yeah, I, I, I think it's good. I reckon we'll get 109 this week, though. Yeah. Yeah, I should imagine. I'm going to cry, I'm gonna cry and curl up in a Wednesday. ball. I'm going to cry and curl up in a ball. I've got no fucking idea how to run a server. <laughs> Funny enough, neither do I. That's <laughs> why <laughs> so I leave it to me, mate, John. Um, okay, what else have we got? We are now onto our service spotlight. Now, I've been hogging the service spotlight, guys. Keegan, what have you got? Uh, um, it's the server spotlight. I don't really have much for this one. I guess you, know, you could look at the VR server. You wanted to, yeah. Um, it's not really much to talk about with this. running the VR mod. Yeah. Um, what server do you got, play on when you're not playing um, doing modding work in that? Uh, the official expansion server. Yep. That's I base game DayZ. I enjoyed and I played that for a little bit, but once expansion came out, that's when I really got back into the game. And the first thing I did was hop on that official server. Um, and it's a little bit more anarchy since there isn't, uh, you know, a whole community management team really forcing people to play a specific way. So I'm able to play however I want. You know, if I just want to go and kill people on site, I can't, I don't really do that because I can do that in VR, but it's always, it's nice and relaxing to just be on the server. There's always a few people there that I know that I've seen there before. And just to hang out. What about you, Ben? You can't say blue waffle. Oh, well, I, I don't know, mate. I literally only play on my server. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll shout yours out if you shout mine out. We can get. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, yeah. That's kind, that's kind of where I was going with that. Yeah, but, but Brimstone server is one of the best that I can tell you about, to be honest. So. And what is, what is Brimstone server? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I blindfolded him so he couldn't see the server name, just so he it's, didn't get he didn't get stream sniped. It's it's one of the good ones. One of the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, there are legitimately days where I forget the name of the server I run myself. So <laughs> I'll like, keep tracking every fucking service. It's impossible, isn't it? It's mad. And Broom, what is the name of your server? Uh, so in the Daisy standalone launcher, you'll find them under FGPVP. FG stands for Futile Gaming, and you'll find the other one as FGRPVE, which is yeah. Was... There used to be an RP server. We've changed it to a to a PVE server with a sort of more of a heightened thing on, uh, you know, and a focus on on uh, on role play and interactions. 
And as, as it happens, we've recently changed a bunch of stuff as well, thanks to the help from Dewan for getting uh, his VPP admin tools back up and running on our server. So I've custom mapped a bunch of different places. If you do go on the servers, check out Mishkino tents because they look completely different to anything you've ever seen before. So that'll be, that'll be my cheeky little shout out as well as obviously Blue Waffle this week. And I've got to give a quick shout out to June eleven nine four four who just raided us with a party of sixty. Thank you so much, June. Um, yeah, gotta love June. I love June, man. I, I got I uh, while the after dark server was up and running, I got to bump into June totally organically um, in um, the northeast corner of the map, and we just had one of the best adventures I've ever had. Ended up being held up by two guys, and I totally potatoed it with a scorpion and. Um, but it was just brilliant fucking it was pitch black and we were both running around with torches and it was just an amazing uh night i've got i, I absolutely love june he's one of the nicest guys in the um daisy streaming yeah. community as well um he's always yeah. in a good mood and just he loves daisy and yeah he's a rare breed a rare he breed is. of man he is he's a good bloke a very very good bloke um, what else have we got? Where are we? Uh, next topic is the um, mod spotlight. Well, I think the mod spotlight has to be the Battle Royale mod. Yeah. I'm just, kidding. I'm so excited for what you're doing, mate. I am so freaking excited. It's, for those who've just joined us, um, our special guest tonight on the Daisy podcast is Keegan Holland. Um, and he's doing a Daisy Battle Royale mod. Um, and it's been we we covered this probably what about two months ago, Keegan, um, yeah, the first about. time, um, and it's now about to enter into beta. If you want to post your link again, mate, um, if people yeah. are um, in chat want to register for um, the, is there a good promo video for Daisy Battle Royale? Well, that's something I think you need to get done as well, mate. Um, yes, that is something I want to get done. I'm pretty sure you'll find Captain <laughs> um, Falcon. Sorry, did I say that out loud? <laughs> but i'm pretty sure you'll find some people who um want to line up and you know maybe do not just an inform information one but maybe like a more artistic style one um you know just um uh, a video that you can put up daisy battle royale register here um which you know just someone film some nice cinematics from it and wax it all together with the right dramatic music and yeah, it might cost you a couple of hundred quid to get someone to make it for you, but something like that would probably go a long way to um, uh, promoting your, yeah, Mr. Nobody UK just registered. Um, <clears throat> it's it's going to be great. Don Sibley, who may still be in chat, was playing it earlier this week and promoting it, and um, he dragged some other people in there. And Have you had any other big names playing it so far, Keegan? Um, you know, I don't actually keep track of how many streamers or content creators really are playing it we just run matches if somebody has access to beta they get to play yeah um i don't really believe in pushing to have more content creators play than normal players Stu um, hawk just raised a good point mate a promo vid might even let daisy monetizing <laughs> department understand it May, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true visual so much easier than reading nobody yeah. likes to read yep but yeah, no, it's we've had quite a few players. We ended up getting um, a third of the server filled. That was like over half the players currently registered, and 
versus uh, given access to beta that were playing at one point, uh, which was pretty pretty insane having that, that percent of people playing on one match at the same time uh, without really planning it. So it'll be excited to do some more planned gameplay, you know, get specific times and um, communities on BR and playing it over the next week, week and a half. And on the other uh, flip side of it, we go from um, the Daisy Battle Royale mod. There is one other mod I want to shout out yet again, um, the ammo-making mod by Dumpgra. Um, he was kind enough when I was streaming on Tuesday or Thursday, I think it was, to actually jump in and we ran through and um, I put a video up um, highlighting it. But it's just it's a, it's a game changer for me. It just adds something to DayZ that for the hardcore servers and even the not so hardcore servers, you know, you could you could do it on um, a more casual server where you just make the easy ammo, uh, your nine mil, your three eighty, maybe even your forty five, relatively common, and then people have to craft um, the more high tier military ammo. But it's just it's an amazing setup, and I highly recommend you check it out. Marks, um, I believe. Uh, Dumpgra, Marks, Marks, Dumpgra, uh, you two need to um, uh, have a chat and he's going to make a much more condensed version instead of my one and a half hour fucking um, fellatio uh, dribble bloody video where I just said how fucking awesome it was over and over again, whereas Marks will be able to make a better one that will summarise it for the people with short attention spans. Um... The next thing we always do, Spotlight of the Week. Now, mine is a kind of a sad one. Um, Dozing Chopper um, put a tweet out, um, which really hit me in the, um, in the feels. Um, he recorded a video where he won't be streaming for a bit. So if you can, I will put a link to his um, tweet. Um, in chat, um, but yeah, he's got like 62 um, hearts and 21 comments on there, but he's just found out his dog, um, Ted, has been diagnosed with cancer um, and doesn't have too much longer left to live, so yeah, as a member of the DayZ community, my heart goes out to him. I lost my dog, Wookie, late last year um, to cancer as well, so I understand exactly what he's going through. And to make matters worse for even me, um, I lost my bird earlier this year. But yeah, he, he was pretty fucking heartbroken. You actually see Ted walk up to him in the video. And just if you can, please jump on there. Give him just a heart. Just let him know you're feeling for him. Leave him a kind comment. Send him a virtual hug. Any of that sort of stuff. But man, fucking dogs are the best people. Um, and I know... Yeah. It's, it's the worst part for me was it's a golden retriever as well, just like I lost um, with Wookie. So please spread the love with him. But, yeah, hopefully you guys have got something a bit more positive. Keegan, you're the guest. We'll go with you again, mate. Anything at all Daisy-related? What impressed uh, you this week? What impressed me really was all the other staff and community members of BR. I, they really um throwing together matches and putting everything together. I might be the face, you know, on the podcast of BR, but we wouldn't have games going on hours and hours a day. We wouldn't have, you know, bugs being reported and visible if it wasn't for these guys. You know, Banano has been a wonderful help, and he isn't even a developer for BR. He just wants to play it. Um, 
and Vulcan, Solid, uh, Cortex. The, these guys are all really helping me out with BR, and it wouldn't be possible for us to be launching over the next week and a half without these guys doing spending hours a day helping me go run this thing. So it's really it's amazing that a lot of people are willing to help just because they enjoy something. Um, and I'm really, I'm really appreciative of all of them. There's so many good, selfless, awesome people in this community. It's one of the things that makes this one of the best communities going. Mm. Definitely. It is. It is. There's, some, there's, like I said, there's some fucking amazing people out there. Um, and, you know, we, saw, we mentioned it time and time again, like when Wobo um, was going through his troubles, um, the community rallied behind him. Um, and for the most part, people are fucking good people and they just want to spread love and positivity and joy amongst um, the rest of the community. Um, other than the dramas we talked about a bit earlier, for the most part, the Daisy community is a pretty fucking decent community. Yeah. Except for when I Daisy Daisy community is what makes the game. There's loads of other games that can survive without hardcore fans. Casual players will keep it going forever. Daisy community, Daisy would be on its ass without the community. Yeah. When it was down to its lows, we're the ones that keep it going. Players. Yep. Yep. Um, Brim, your spotlight. Yeah. So I'll. Just see if I can figure out how to use this pissing laptop and uh, and pop it in the chat for you. But it's uh, where is it? I've lost me fucking cursor. You've lost sound. There we go. I think I fixed it. I'm the fucking boomer here today. I tell you. Uh, no, Shroud's put out a uh, one called the Return to Daisy, and it's already over three. I mean, it's been out four days, but it's at three hundred thousand views. So I think it's uh, you know just more more positive uh, positive light getting shone on the game. What's on the menu? I don't know, dude. I might run around Daisy or something. Sounds kind of fun. That's insane. 350,000 views. Wow. On a, on a Daisy video, generally speaking, you you know, it's that's something to, it's certainly something worth mentioning. If 1% of those people take interest in the game and buy it. Yeah. yeah. 3,000 more players. That's a fucking massive peak in one of the charts again, you know? <laughs> All it takes is 1%. I was sitting there because I've got uh, YouTube Premium. I was sitting there going, why am I getting an ad at the beginning of this video? Hang about. Shroud gets fucking TV shows sponsoring his videos? Holy shit, that guy's got more money than I'll ever know what to do with. Oh, insane. Ben, what about you, mate? What's your spotlight of the week? Um, I just want to shout out my boys on the expansion team. Um, just because since the last update that was put out by them, um, the amount of problems that I don't have in my life anymore and how much easier things are. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to shout them boys out this week. I actually want yeah. to um, raise something as well. Um, a lot of people um, 
have uh, been critical of the expansion um, as well. But one of the things I want people to be aware of that, um, you know, this goes back to something we talked a few weeks back about, you know, they wish that the expansion might have just released everything individually. But for a lot of server owners, um, and Ben, I'm sure you'll back me up on this, one of the beautiful things about the expansion mod is, is that when it comes out, you know everything in it is compatible. You don't have to sit there working out what the fuck has gone wrong with my server? What mod's clashing with another one? You can add expansion mod, which has got a multitude of different things all built into this one amazing mod from new guns to, yeah. And that's one of the big pluses for it. Helkiana's saying that's not true and then a cheeky monkey face, but yeah. Um, so bear that in mind um, with the uh, expansion mod that yeah, you know, the, the when it, when they do their updates, these guys are doing a lot of work because they've got to make sure all of those bugs of things clashing are sorted before it's dropped on the servers. So, yeah, there's been great improvements in play uh, to the how the workflow, um, how future updates are going to go, stuff like that. So mm -hmm. the little the little blip in the ocean, which was the previous update, is there's not going to be any more of that. So people yeah. should be a lot more positive about it now. Oh, I was not saying yeah. that um, the expansion mod hasn't had its bugs. Um, like, you know, there's one at the moment where I can't turn off um, uh, on my server how to uh, uh, make the map not show you your location. Um, and they said that's just a bug oh. and that'll get fixed in one point, or sorry, in the next update. But, yeah. There's been loads of work done on the map markers and all that stuff. So, yeah. But, uh, I, old. The markers really was a huge benefit for BR because before this last patch, their marker system was, it wasn't really built for modding. Uh, and I explained that to them. And they immediately said, yeah, we're, we're going to rework this system for you. So I spent probably two days getting markers working on the old system. And then we did, did some dev tests. My markers were, so there were so many issues. They came out, came out and updated it. New marker system. Two hours later, markers have worked flawlessly since then, since I reworked the system on my end. They've done a terrific job with markers, and they have just made my life so much easier building BR off of their mod. I can go and take all these features that server owners use, you know, uh, heli crashes, airdrops, that expansion runs. I can just turn them off and I because I don't need them. But the content's there, so I can use their content in BR for airdrops when I want to do it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's an amazing mod, and it's why I built off of it. Yes, yeah. it's, it's come in extremely handy for me, custom mapping areas of our two servers, because not only do I have access to the standard vanilla, various different things that I can place down and make things look cool, but I've also got those same assets and features from expansion as well. So I can go in and really fuck about with what I want to place where, how I want it to look. It just gives so much more freedom as, as someone who's doing that custom mapping to just make things look so much cooler. It's so handy. And I want to do one more positive um, shout out um, to our resident bad boy, Dewan. Um, I've had um, a few comments said about the work he's yeah. been doing behind the scenes, helping people out. Um, you he's done bits for Wobo, hasn't he? Done some cool yeah. shit for Wobo. Yeah. Uh, or his mod uh, that with the uh, bullet physics. 
um, that Wobo was able to use in his penetration testing. Wobo's just been streaming fucking nonstop, running around, shooting fucking bullets into every single thing he can. Um, and he gave Dewan a shout out. So, Dewan, we salute you. He Thanks doesn't like praise either, so he's very, he's probably sitting there going, I'm going to fuck you up for that. Dewan, I'm getting it. He actually has some code in BR. He helped uh, solve some of the network crashes that we were getting. So, um, Guys and girls, thank you so, so much. Um, Keegan, it was a pleasure to have you back on again, mate. Please keep us updated. Let us know mm -hmm. how you go. Um, <clears throat> like I said, um, feel free to send um, uh, Brian Hicks a message, mate. If he responds to you, he responds to you. I'm certain he will. He he has a soft spot in his heart for DayZ and DayZ modders especially, um, you know, having created Survivor Games himself and worked on the project with Dean. So the worst he's going to say is no. Everything from there is a step in the right direction or he might be able to point you in the right direction towards someone who can give you some advice on um, all that sort of stuff. Um, next week, fingers crossed, is going to be a big episode, guys and girls. Is going to be a very, very big episode. Sumrak has said he will come on the show. Now he does need to wait. You know, the, um, he's got one point zero nine coming out, um, so it could be a, a week from hell for him. We all know what a Daisy uh, patch update is like, but from what I've heard, this patch doesn't seem to be as massive as some of the ones in the past. Um, so, yeah, um, but definitely um, if you have got any questions you would like to ask Sumrak um, in the um, podcast Discord, um, we've got a channel here where you can load your question. We've had some amazing questions. Um, actually, a quick shout out to Helkiana as well. I saw her in chat. Um, she actually answered um, in general chat some of the questions people were posting in here. Um uh, based on when she had a run with Sumrak a while ago. So thank you so much for doing that, uh, Helkiana. But yeah, um, jump in, post your questions. Uh, the Discord is uh, right there, just popped up um, down the bottom there. So you can jump in and post any questions you have for Sumrak. Um, can't guarantee we'll ask all of them. Can't guarantee he'll answer all of them. Um, you know, he is bound by his employment agreement. Um, but... We're going to ask as many um, questions as we can as possible. Keegan, thank you, mate. Thank you. This is fun. It's, it's fun having you on, mate. It's um, I love the vibe that we've got on the show. I've got no idea how many people we've got watching right now, but um, it's it's going well. It's going really, really well. Ben, thank you once again, my friend. No problem, mate. Pleasure as always. And Brim, you're on holidays, mate, but your devotion to the podcast is unparalleled my man <laughs> unparalleled i wouldn't miss it for the world i i almost did i almost did but i i make i make things work i always and make things work once again folks please don't forget we're now um selling our lovely little uh coffee mugs um which you can purchase i'll have more coming up online um soon <clears throat> Every Everything purchase that... of a mug comes with 10% off Ben's OnlyFans. <laughs> so you can wake up with the podcast mug uh, when you're watching the uh, video or watching the podcast live. You can have a cuppa or a rum or what did I say, heroin as well. Uh, yeah. 
Enjoy, folks. Thank you all so, so much. Everyone say goodbye. Take it easy, everyone. Take it easy. Ciao for now.